Thank you for listening to the Football Index Club Daily Podcast. This podcast is designed to provide you with a brief update on what's going on in the Football Index stock market every single day. To improve your returns even further, then check out footballindexclub.co.uk where you will receive instant access to highlighted players, trading advice, databases, and also analysis on the players of your choice. You can use code PODCAST50 with a capital P to receive 50% off your first month. Hello and welcome to episode 169 of the Football Index Club Daily Podcast. In this podcast, I will be discussing the rises and the fallers on the Football Index stock market today and also just covering my general thoughts and views on the market. And we're definitely seeing some of the Premier League players rise again. We had a little bit of a dip over the last few days, but a lot of these players that recently dipped have actually increased again. So especially in the Premier League ones, Bruno Fernandes up 16p to £10.30. Raheem Sterling is up 11p to £6.7. He scored tonight and is currently top forward, but Joao Felix has got two goals, so could catch him. Phil Foden uh, scored a tap-in tonight. He's up 11p to £5.92. Kevin De Bruyne, he hit a pretty good PB score of 202. He's up 11p to £4.90. Joao Felix, as I mentioned, he scored two tonight and is up 10p. And there's a few few others rising uh, here and there, like... Mbappe's up 9p, Rashford's up another 9p as well. In the decrease list, there's a few players. Memphis Depay's down 6p, Alfonso Davis down 5p, Mr. Barrow down 4p, Jaden Sancho down 4p. And on the squad list, the main riser is Nuno Tavares. And I've just had a quick look um, to see why he's increased. And it appears he's been linked to Napoli lately. And he's not really played that much for Benfica. He's been really struggling this season. But when he has played, he's done quite well. And I've seen him play in the UEFA Youth League. And he looks really impressive there as well. Um, getting some goals and assists. He's a left back. And he also scored a really good goal earlier in the season where... I think it was on his debut, he scored a goal and an assist and he hit it from like 30 yards out and he just went in like top corner. Me and my mate were talking about him earlier in the season and we were quite impressed by him, but I've never actually ended up buying him and now he's risen. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the way it goes, I suppose. If he does go to Napoli, maybe his price will rise further. But what I would say about Syria and their fullbacks is they're generally very cheap. If you have a look at any of the prices of Syria fullbacks, you'll probably notice that they seem to be lower than a lot of the other leagues. And I guess that's possibly just due to people not really watching that league as much, maybe. Or I suppose they're possibly not hitting the highest of PB scores. Uh, but yeah, you look at players like Manuel Lazari. Uh, Cristiano Buraghi, Leonardo Spinazzola, even like Alexandro. These are some of the fullbacks from the top sides in Syria and they seem comparatively cheap compared to fullbacks in the Premier League at pretty good sides. Um, but I don't really know the full reasons behind that and there probably isn't any real reason behind it either. Eric Garcia is up 6p to £1.19. He started tonight for Man City. And there's a few other players rising 3 or 4p, but no one rising such a significant amount. Lewis Dunk is down 5p. And I think my overall thoughts on the market is that it's a little bit of a weird time in many ways because a lot of players who previously would increase huge amounts on the back of maybe a good performance are not rising in price due to the sentiment going out of the window for the Bundesliga. So players like Kai Havertz, he's hit another good PB score. If he had hit that just a few weeks ago, he probably would have risen a huge amount, but he's not already risen tonight. He hit a PB score of 202 and got another goal. He's still at £6.60, and I guess that kind of just shows how players' prices are already built up on the speculation of their future performances. And if they don't really... 
Um, well, even if they do perform very well, sometimes they won't even rise further if it's already built up. And that kind of shows how the market trend was very strong to the, towards the Bundesliga just a few weeks ago, but it's not really so strong anymore. Another player which I noticed scored tonight was Jonathan Burkhardt at Mainz, and he's a 19-year-old winger. He was playing in pre-season, and he got pumped quite a lot on social media because he was scoring quite frequently, but he's not really played so much this season. I found it quite interesting that he's a 19-year-old goalscorer goal and that he'd scored against Borussia Dortmund away tonight and that his price hadn't actually increased at all. I don't hold him. In fact, I don't think I've ever held him. But I thought it was interesting that that kind of just showed really my point of view at the moment, which is that a lot of the players in the low end of the market are being widely neglected, even if they do play play well, because people just aren't really looking there. And there's a lack of liquidity in that area. So people are worried that they're going to buy players and then there's going to be a widespread and they're going to struggle to get out at a reasonable instant sell price. So I really am a little bit concerned for many traders about the lower end. I think you're just going to have to be very patient with some of those players. Like Jonathan Burkhardt, you could have been waiting for months for him to do something. He finally plays tonight, gets a goal, and then his price doesn't really even move anyway. I think his spread has tightened a little bit, but other than that, there's not really been any change in his price. Um, so, yeah, it's a weird one. I think, again, if he had scored that goal like six weeks, six weeks ago, he would have risen a huge amount. So we do have to be very aware of these trends and kind of just get the timing right. There's been a few players in the Bundesliga quite... Uh, drop quite a bit as well lately so I definitely think it's worth kind of taking note of that and maybe considering that with the Premier League players who are rising quite a bit now because a lot of these Premier League players are rising a fair amount we've kind of seen that be a dominant trend over the last few weeks and once we get into like three or four weeks of the season the ones who don't particularly stand out I wouldn't be surprised if they just remain relatively stagnant to the rest of the platform or even dropped a little bit. I'd also say that Syria has risen a very small amount. I mean, I do these podcasts like every day, so I'm always kind of trying to take in as much information as I can and share that with uh, any listeners. And that's something that I've definitely noticed is that I very rarely talk about players from Syria rising in price. And I've not really noticed many rise in price over the last few weeks. I think on index gain as well, they have like the price increases and they sometimes share that on Twitter and they always seem to be a little bit neglected by the markets. I suppose that maybe just due to traders not watching that league as much and there's less just momentum and excitement about that league. But if you're looking for value, I'd say there could arguably be some good value in Syria at the minute. I guess the Premier League has the media as well. So obviously you're going to have a better chance of earning media dividends with standout Premier League players. But yeah, that's maybe a place to look for players, um, in my opinion anyway. I'd say the other places to look is maybe like non-PB League players who are very good and will be playing in a PB League in the future because we've seen quite a lot of English youth players rise huge amounts, but there's some really good young English players in non-PB Leagues as well who I'd say are maybe better than some of the PB League players young English players that are playing at the minute, but um, just because they're not playing in a PB league, they've not really been looked at so much, but longer term, they may end up being comparatively better players and maybe more valuable. So I don't know, like Eberechi Eze, I rate him quite highly. I know QPR have some really good fixtures coming up. I mentioned him on Football Index Club lately, although I don't hold him myself. I think he could do well over the next few weeks. Emil Smithrow as well. He's actually done quite well at Huddersfield on loan from Arsenal. He could be, 
Um, he's probably going to get sent out again to Huddersfield and play there towards the end of the season. And then, like, in the second divisions as well, there's been a few players who haven't really been looked at so much because they've not been in a PB league or maybe their season's ending soon. Like, I noticed at Nuremberg, FC Nuremberg, um, Robin Hack scored a hatcher yesterday. So he's a 21-year-old winger. And although he's maybe not the best season, he has managed to score 10 goals in the second division in Germany. And that's 60p or so. That, again, seemed quite a valuable share in many ways for longer-term prospects because he has been linked to a few sides now and playing for a very weak side, it does appear quite likely that he'll get a move. And I just find it very interesting that a lot of those players who maybe longer term um, could be very good young prospects and a few like young players in non-PB leagues I've been looking at lately, uh, they've not really been looked at by the market. And so they haven't risen as much as these other young players that have risen recently. So I think in a few months' time, maybe some of those players, if they are eventually playing in a PB league, could be comparatively uh, well-priced and people always like to make these comparisons. I think people actually compare prices more than they individually look at the player's price and try and identify and decide for themselves the player's value. I think the main, in many ways, one of the main forms of evaluating a player's price is by simply comparative pricing. So I don't think that should be dismissed if everyone just did comparative pricing and no one tried to seek out value independently. Obviously, the platform wouldn't really work, but I do think it's quite a good way to try and find players who could rise in price in the future as long as you're aware of the trends and you understand when a player's price is maybe artificially temporarily raised up due to speculation and hype and excitement and it's almost certainly going to drop in the future uh, but yeah anyway that's just my thoughts for today hopefully that's been a useful update for anyone listening out there as always i do appreciate you listening thank you i hope you do enjoy this podcast And I hope you all have a really great rest of your day and a really good week as well.